0: You're listening to the Simple Pin Podcast, Peterist for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there and welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about product tagging on Idea Pins. Now, this feature was slowly released back in June of 2021. And my friend Erin Chase is going to be on the podcast today talking all about her results for her Shopify shop. What has resulted in product tagging? What are the best practices in how to do that? And how to help pinners embrace this new feature to result in more sales? Now, Erin sells physical and digital products, and this product tagging will work for both physical and digital products. Now, I know there's a lot of pushback with Idea Pins, but this is a new feature on platform. So we are embracing it and we are figuring out a way to use it to leverage the growth of our company. And Aaron and I have been talking back and forth over the last couple of months. And finally, I was like, Aaron, you got to come on the podcast, talk about what you're doing and how you did it. But before we dive into that, I just want to remind you that Simple Pin Media has organic and paid management services. I know tons of people probably know that already, but the extent to which the services we offer may be new to you. So if you are looking to devote resources to Pinterest, but you do not have the time to figure it out, we want to help you with your Pinterest management. That includes organic management, image and video creation, account cleanup, account builds, paid ads, and more. We even have special consults dedicated to teachers pay teachers, to e-commerce, and then to content creators. We want you to get the information in these one-hour consults that really benefit your Company. Our services have leveraged over eight years of management experience, and we bring you the latest tactics, best practices, and ways to diversify with Pinterest. We do have services that fit every type of budget, business, and need our discovery call team can help you figure out which is going to be the best for you so if you want to find out more go to simplepinmedia.com slash services and fill out the form that's at the bottom again that's simplepinmedia.com slash services okay with that let's dive into my episode with aaron chase of five dollar Dinners. hello Aaron chase welcome back to the simple pin podcast
1: hello my friend glad to be
0: back I am so excited to talk with you. And basically what we're doing is we're sharing our private conversations in public because you and I have been talking <laughs> about this stuff so much in the background that it's time. So before we dive into the nitty gritty of product taking on idea pins, give the listeners who have not listened to our past podcasts, which we will link to the lay of the land of your business and businesses, because there's a lot going on.
1: Yes, there's plural. So $5 dinners is, is, you know, what I'm most known for. And then we've spun off a number of different resources and tools and products and physical products, um, e-commerce now. And so uh, it's kind of all umbrellaed under my name, but it's all designed to help people spend less money on groceries, get organized in the kitchen without losing your mind um, and, you know, keeping your family well fed. So that's kind of the overarching picture. So I do have a wide variety of content uh, in terms of what we end up, you know, and so essentially putting out into into the world and, and especially out to Pinterest. And so um, I think because of that, I've been able to fiddle with some of these new things that Pinterest is, is, uh, is pushing out to us.
0: Mm. And um, how about you tell listeners how much you love new features on on platforms?
1: Listen, I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I think it's because it's like, okay, here's my here's my deal. I actually um, just onboarded a new social media team member. And I basically told her, we always want to be on the forefront with whatever new features, whether it's, you know, on Facebook, or Pinterest, or Instagram, I will say I have TikTok, but I don't use it. That's the one I've kind of put my, uh, you know, thrown my hands up and said, I just can't. Um, not so that I won't, um, but I think it's probably because we are so focused and dialed in on some of these other new features currently on Pinterest and Facebook that are working well for us. So we're kind of doubled down, but I told my, uh, my new assistant, I said, we're basically with these new features, it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks and then running with that. And that, I mean, this, the product taking on idea pins is a perfect example of that idea pins, you know, in and of themselves a year ago was a perfect example of that. And so I just really like, um, these new, these new features and I like using them right away because historically we've seen success, um, and not every feature gets adopted obviously. So there is that sort of risk of will this work and will this really impact my business? But when it does, and that spaghetti does stick, the reward is revenue. So (laughs) (laughs)
0: Right. I remember we were voxing about you testing out Google web stories. And you're like, you guys have been in this all day and figuring out dimensions. And I think that highlights something like you have the capacity to like, push through these bumps. And you kind of you kind of love it. It's your fact finding piece, right? Even though you're a quick start. You love this fact finder part. And I think the question I would ask you is like, how do you deal with that frustration of something not working? Like, how do you push past that when you're sitting in front of the computer, you're messing with this product tagging, it's not working out. Like, what's your mindset as you're pushing through?
1: This is where maybe I'm glad I'm not in Enneagram 3. I know, right? <laughs> There's are. a lot of
0: reasons to <laughs> yeah. not need Enneagram 3.
1: This is where we need... No, every, every every Enneagram has their own reasons to be and not to be. But this is where you just... You, you cut the cord and you move on. Like, you can't dwell. You can't... There's no, like, I am a failure as a business leader because that didn't work. It could be the platform's fault. It could be that the content was not developed properly. Uh, This, the episode about repurposing content that would be a few episodes back by the time this airs, it was um, with Andrea, I think that is perfect. Like maybe you're just using the raw, like you're trying to put your Instagram reels over into idea pins. Well, that's a terrible idea. Don't do that, right? And so it could, there's, there's like nine reasons that it wouldn't work or maybe the spaghetti won't stick. And you just have to try it long enough to see if it will stick. And then if it does, run with it, make a process out of it, hand it off, delegate it. If you have team members you can do that with so that you can then move on to the next thing. Because I promise you, there will always be a next thing. I've been doing yes. this for 13 years. There's always a the next
0: thing. <laughs> there is always a next thing. Yes, that is super helpful to hear and I think there's some people so I feel like um you know I want to address that whole thing of idea pins are new, they're different, they're they don't link and now we have you know we just have these new iterations, right? They were called story pins and now they're called idea pins and it's either you love them or you hate them. We're going to go with how we love them. And they're really good for your business right now. And you latched on and you saw success and you went with it. And now we have this product tagging. So there's so many questions I have for you. So first, um, how did you gain access to product tagging for your idea pins? Was it just lumped in? Did you request it? I'm sure people are wondering you know, what the status is on that.
1: I saw it on somebody's pen who must have been in an alpha program of some sort because, you know, they have their alphas and their betas and then they release them wide. So I saw it somewhere and I thought I really need to have that because idea pens really work well for us. We've been doing them for, I think, 15 months now. I think we first started in May or June of 2020. So I've been doing them a long time and they work for us. Granted, you can't link, they don't drive traffic, we do a lot of things, we've talked about this in a previous episode, (laughs) go back and listen to that one. Um, But we've continued to push on with them because it's what Pinterest wants and because we want to be working within the part of the algorithm that is being fed out to people one brand awareness. And now two, I get product tagging. And I'm going to share with you something that you might just be like, what never would have thought of that. So I, th- I did email a one of the creator Pinterest creator managers, I don't know what her title is. And I said, Hey, if this is ever, um, if there's a beta for this, or if you know, I'd like early access to this, if I can get it. And it was probably about two or three weeks later. That it was there, I was like, "Oh, yay!" <laughs> so I did request it, but I have no idea what their processes are for, you know, granting that. And it could be that because I had such a good history with Idea Pins and I was already a part of their Verified Merchant program, that they were like, "Oh, sure, just check her off and let
0: her run with this." Right, right, okay. And to to clarify for people, what shop platform are you running on?
1: So I am running off of Shopify. And then there is like a Pinterest, it would be what a WordPress plugin, I think they call them apps. So there's a Pinterest app that integrates with my Shopify store and it's all fleshed together with my Pinterest account. And then of course, with the Pinterest ads account, it's all like synced up with, um, you know, conversion insights and catalogs and all of that. It's very nice. So if you're considering an e-commerce platform, uh, especially when it comes to content marketing, Highly recommend Shopify if you only have digital products, that is fine. You can uh, Shopify supports digital, like PDF sale type products
0: as well. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, so you get access to product tagging with Idea Pins, you're running on Shopify. What's the first thing you tested using the product tagging?
1: So, with the Idea Pins, I wanted to test um, our best selling products with video and graphics that I knew did well on other platforms. And I knew did well just on the Pinterest platform in general. And I started with those because um, they're just best-selling and I thought maybe they would perform the best. Um, And the other thing that I I did that I have not been able to tag on uh, specifically Facebook because they don't allow it is PDFs. So PDFs you cannot tag as a, like in the commerce manager on Facebook they're not even allowed. They, they just block them. And so that's not happening on Pinterest. And some of our most popular products and highest sold products are PDFs. Uh, we're the original home of the 20 meals for 150 um, with Costco and Sam Club, Sam's Club and all that. And so those just... Pinterest is constantly feeding those sales. And so that is fantastic. And so I've mixed in a couple of idea pins with those PDFs as well, because I know that they sell really well off of our blog um, and out of our store. And so um, it's just awesome that we can we can you know tag these PDFs when it's just not something that the other big <laughs> social right. media commerce platform will allow.
0: Well, I'm assuming that also applies to Instagram, right? Like if you had an Instagram shop, you also couldn't do PDFs? Correct. Correct. Okay. So then digital um, course creators or digital product sellers, this is also for you, not just physical products. So then what did you find was most successful in your testing? Like, you know, um, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that.
1: So I think really so far, I feel like I'm still throwing that spaghetti at the wall. The, the you know, just trying different things. Not every, every idea pin is not a product tagged idea pin that we're just kind of mixing them in with our regularly scheduled idea pins and the regular, like the roundup type pins and and the solo idea. I mean, we're just mixing it up. I think tagging on different slides, tagging at the beginning, tagging at the end, tagging on every slide, um, doing like a single slide. So it's basically like the little blurby captiony you know, creative, you know, line, plus the tag right there on a solo single. So I don't know what is that single slide? Would that be right? Yeah, they um, say like a
0: slider card card, that's the word.
1: So like a single card, maybe a double card. Um, and then of course, mixing in videos, just really varying it up, I think is the key And that. And I think too, for me, that's kind of fun, because it allows you to the, kind of my creative piece comes out. I, I think a lot of what we do in business is just like hum, 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 business, business, business. And it's like, this is a way to just be creative. Um, and so to think about it that way, of like here's the content that we have. How can we connect with users um, and then uh, tell them about this? Now, the the snag in that um, is that people don't know what to do with this. Um, and so I think from the very first one that we did, um, I, I tested it out uh, like with my own, my Own product, my own pin, my own stuff, and then I deleted it because I was like, nobody's gonna know what to do. So, you actually, at present, at the time of this recording, you have to tap the product really two times uh, because you tap the product and it opens to the product pin, and then you tap that to then access the store page where you would then check out and buy the product. And so, I, I immediately just redid the same original idea pin that I did. And I added a little tap twice and an arrow so that people would know you have to tap this twice in order to buy this, you know, cookbook or back holders or meal planner or whatever it was. And so I think that specifically telling people what to do to tap twice is what has driven so much of the new traffic to our store from these product tagged idea pins.
0: Yeah, I did see you do that. And I've actually shared that example a couple times with our collective students. Because I think what we're dealing with is not only how we embrace a new feature, but how pinners embrace a new feature. And right. as Pinterest is pushing idea pins, all you see in the feed really are idea pins and promoted pins. And so we are we have the burden of kind of educating and you, I saw how you did it with um, it was the WizKid one mm-hmm. and you had it, a big product tag, like you made it bigger and then you did tap twice and it was kind of slanted, which I thought was also cool because all the other like product tags are just straight, you know, horizontal and that kind of made it a little bit stand out, you know? So I like the tap twice. That's a genius idea. And yeah, have you kept doing it?
1: Oh yeah, every single time. I have like my original te- you know, text box, I have to make a second text box, tap twice, add a st- arrow sticker, you know, make it bigger. I do angle it and then also making it a really bright color. Um, the product tag, um, sometimes I'll do it the same color as like the text box color, but then like maybe I'll do a complimentary. So like maybe the text box is blue or green and then the product tag is bright red or bright orange or even yellow. Like anything... And we know this just from like Facebook ads or anything to stand out in the feed that people are going to be like, oh, that's an angle. I got to see what that is. Like just enough. You want people to open it. You want people to see it. Um, and then they're like, hey, wait, what's this? I've never seen this before. Oh, she told me to tap twice. Okay, tap twice. Oh, look, I can buy this.
0: Mm-hmm. And now this is kind of this weird loophole. If you have a shop. Around the linking, right? Because that's the biggest frustration with idea pins is they don't link. But now when you're saying tap twice, it links to the pin and then it opens up to the shop. And now you can track that traffic from it to see what you're getting, which is so awesome. I love it. but
1: But there's more. There's more on that, Kate. There's so much more on that. And I actually just thought of this this week. Yeah. So, okay. So we know that Pinterest wants you to stay on their platform. Right. So when people tap twice on this, uh, you know, product tag to product pin to then product, you know, URL direct URL to a deep link URL, they're still within the Pinterest app
0: Mm -hmm. or they're still within
1: Pinterest. They never leave Pinterest. So that's what they want. So this is the way for both of us to get what we want. Right? Okay. So then here's what you do. If you have any budget, if you have five dollars a day, that's all you need maybe 10, maybe 12, a low, low dollar about a day, then you're sending people to your, you know, blog post with the product in it, or if you have a Shopify page or whatever e-commerce platform you're using, you're sending store traffic there, right? They're never leaving the Pinterest app. So what do you do? You run a retarget ad to the people who are looking, who are like landing on your store page, right? Right. Like I have a retarget ad running to store.arenchase.io, which is where all of my physical and digital products live. And then they're like, Oh yeah, I was on that. And it's, it, it's going to be not the exact same thing because I don't have hundred retarget ads running for all the products, although maybe one day, but, right, right. but it's a way for you to then get people back to your site with a regular pin mm-hmm. clicking directly over to your site. Does that make sense? So right. it's a little bit clunky, um, it's not a direct link over, but it's a retarget in your, you know, that brand awareness. Now you're staying in front of them and they're like, Oh yeah, I did see that. I do want to try that thing out. Mm-hmm. I do want to do that freezer meal plan that she was talking about in that idea pin."
0: Well, and what's great is what I just talked about is what's in the home feed are idea pins and promoted pins. So if those yeah. are like the two things that you want you're to Exactly, exactly. Okay, so I, I didn't ask this in the beginning, but I, I know people are wondering, are you, doing, are you doing this on your phone or your desktop?
1: Definitely your phone. Okay. It's a little bit easier to, you can do it on your desktop. Uh, actually, no, you cannot, ta- sorry, I'm thinking idea pins. I, you can create an idea pin on desktop. You cannot tag the product on desktop. That feature is only available on your phone. So what you do quick little tutorial is you, you know, open Pinterest, click on new idea pin, and then you load in the graphic. And then in the bottom right hand corner, there is um, stickers, literally took me like 10 minutes to figure this out. I was like, I know it's here, where do I find it? So you click on stickers, and then there's all the cute, you know, little, you know, animated things, you can tag another brand. um, And then there's tag a product. And this is where it gets a little bit funky. I don't want to say doesn't work well, but it doesn't. And I've sent them this feedback already. Uh, but you have to, it's going to pull up your um, recently saved product pins. So essentially, you're your tagging the product pin in the idea pin. Okay, does that make sense? That's yep. why you have to tap twice, mm-hmm. because you tap once to open the product pin, and then you tap a second time to get to the actual, you know, product page on your shop uh, website. So when you have a lot of products, we have a lot of products, we have like 200 and some products. So (laughs) there's, you can't really um, search at the moment. Um, You can search, but then it pulls up every single product pin in all of Pinterest land, which there are millions. And so you, for me to tag a, pro- a product pin, I have to just sit here and scroll until I want to find the one that I want to pin. So that's a little bit clunky. Like there should be search for my products and then search on Pinterest for
0: products. Kind of how um, they have on your profile anyway. Like if you're on your yes. profile and you go to search, you're only searching your pins. Right.
1: And okay. maybe they'll add this feature. It's, it's fine. You just have, I kind of sit here and scroll, you know, I'm trying not to be in a hurry when I'm doing these things because I want to get them right. Um, so, you know, I'll just kind of keep scrolling up. There's the one, you know, and then, um, so that is really the only thing that I have found as a creator setting them up. That's just kind of like, I'd rather not have to scroll through all this to find the one that I'm looking for.
0: Okay. Yeah. We've heard that from people like either there's been weird glitches or it hasn't pulled the right image or it hasn't even, it like, you know, spins for a little bit too, and Pinterest help hasn't necessarily been helpful. So it's good to hear from you that it's just there's those frustrating pieces of it, you know, that just come with a new feature, right? So the other question that has been a buzz question is, can we link to affiliate links or Amazon links? We heard some rumor of that coming down the pike. But um, so let's take those in two parts. Like, what do you see as far as like affiliate linking? And then what do you see as far as Amazon linking?
1: I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and guess that Amazon linking is against their TOS, given that you're really not supposed to do it on other platforms. Um, but I have no idea how how well their like AI would be enforcing that and, you know, sh- risking shutting your account down. So there's that. second, I think I've had trouble linking to other websites that are not... I have a a number of different domains that I kind of all run under this account. So I have a couple that are, that are verified or claimed or whatever. I have not been able to link to another one. Like I've tried like friends products and friends, you know, pages and it's always like, sorry, something's wrong. So I have not been able to do that yet, but once that is working well, and then you can, you know, tag a product of a affiliate partner And then, you know, obviously you would have to tag the partner. I did see at some point there was a, like, is this a affiliate partnership? But I don't see that anymore. I saw it initially, but it's gone now. So I don't know if they kind of dial back on that linking for now. And then they need to, you know, recode it or whatever to get it to work better. But I believe that there, if you are linking to an affiliate partnership, then there would be this. Uh, requirement to then label it and tag it as an affiliate partnership just like you do like on Instagram or Facebook.
0: Right. Well and I do want to say like if you're in the EU the Amazon terms of service do allow you to use an affiliate link on Pinterest but it is not expressly written like it is in the EU here in North America. So I always say be cautious, especially if Amazon is a big chunk of your change coming into your business. You don't want to mess yes. with that because once they shut you down, you're you get the cold shoulder forever. So uh, well, don't mess good, with no. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, w- I would not mess with that on on Pinterest, like especially if there is another way to get around it. Because if there's a, if that particular product is available on the actual retailer's website versus on Amazon or whatever, or if you have an affiliate partnership with a you know smaller brand that might also sell on Amazon, I would always default to the, the other option for sure.
0: Well, and I also think it's going to be interesting for like Etsy sellers and even some teachers yep. pay teachers, you know, cause theirs are all digital products yeah. too. So that opens up a huge, huge Avenue for them. So thinking about other industries, like even interior design or authors or artists, like, Do you still see this feature as something super helpful for their products, which maybe are a little bit more expensive too? Like, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I would say like, the actual act of adding a product tag to an idea pin is really not that much more work. Really, it's just a couple of maybe a little bit of scrolling tops one minute more of what you would be doing. So if you already have e-commerce, whether it's TPT or another Shopify store, or you are, you know, selling physical products, you know, that you're shipping out, or maybe you have like an FBA fulfillment by Amazon sort of situation, or if you are an interior designer selling like interior design, you know, books or schematics, or I don't know these things, because that's so out of my wheelhouse. But you know what I mean? Your books, right? If you have your books hosted somewhere, you should absolutely be tagging them because I think it is important, like we've talked about, to get out in front of these things. If it's new on social media, um, you know, you've, you've got to be willing to do the idea pin in the first place. I know that's a whole thing, but once you're doing the idea pins, it's really not that much more work to add in the product tag portion.
0: So, this is a question that was not on our sheet. So, I'm throwing you a curveball. But as you look at the marketing for $5 dinners and your shop, and you know, Facebook has changed so much, and you've had, you've gone through the ringer with Facebook ads and all of that. Uh, Yes. How do you see, like, what is your top driver right now on like really feeding all these sales? Is it as far as social, right? Like, kind of give us a lay of the land, like how you're seeing this shift for you embracing idea pins. And then, like you said, you're also kind of embracing Pinterest ads. I guess I'd love like your assessment of where Pinterest is going, kind of matched with how that's really helping your business, which I I think the reason I'm asking is because I think a lot of business owners are asking that question right now with so many options on the table for social places to drive traffic Where do you see as really advantageous for you to be? Is it Pinterest? Is it somewhere else? Instagram? Like I just would love a a quick snapshot of that.
1: Sure. So data-wise, we do not see many sales off of the Instagram side. We don't see opt-ins or we don't see as many opt-ins. The cost per lead is much higher on Instagram, which is obviously run through, you know, Facebook's ad ad manager platform. Um, So right now we're seeing really good success with lead gen and upsell funnels through Facebook ads, even after all of um, long, that's another story for another day. Uh, Even after all of my own personal Facebook ad account drama and the iOS issues, we're still seeing really great results over there. Well, um, long story short, my Facebook ad account was shut down for two months um, on a technical glitch on Facebook site. And so I shifted all of those dollars over to Pinterest ads over the summer and basically replicated the exact same thing with the, with the funnels, um, the same kind of landing pages, the same kind of funnel setup. And the Pinterest ads are actually beating the Facebook ads right now. They have been, since they've been turned back on. Um, and they have been for the last um, three weeks since my ad account has been back on. So that to me is really interesting. So I've now kind of balanced the budget. And then every single day, I tweak it on both platforms. <laughs> whoever's whoever's winning, but overall the uh, the cost per lead and the T-O-A-S, which is total... Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. TOAS, the overall um, ad spend result, like ROAS, sorry. Oh yeah, I was um, like, result, I think result, there. Result <laughs> yes. on overall ad spend is yeah. actually higher on Pinterest in terms of sales. So the upsell okay. sales and the store sales off of my Pinterest spend is much higher than off of Facebook spend, which to me is really interesting. And then second, the um, Pinterest analytics and the conversion insights Mm. are very powerful. It says it's Mm -hmm. still in beta, but it's, it's, I am seeing a hundred, 150, 200% increase in sales from like, like store sales. Like I'm mailing something to somebody that kind of like physical product sales or the digital PDF sales. We're seeing a hundred, 150, 200% increase in those. um, And with a combination of the product pins, the ads, And the idea pins, you can see all of it, it's super specific. Once you start clicking on all the little dials, in that, in the reports, um, you can, you can start to see, okay, this is really working. So then we're taking that information off of the different pins, and then either turning it into an ad or replicating that pin and pushing it onto different boards, things like that. Um, So really trying to dig into the data that is on that is available to us now on Pinterest, and just really using that to grow, revenue
0: right and create a holistic strategy because i think a lot of people that come to me are saying like i've always done static pins on pinterest i don't want to do anything else but what you're doing is static pins product pins idea pins with product tagging, regular idea pins and now an ad too and this comprehensive like wide net, if you will, is getting the people who are going to buy your products, which I, I think is something we haven't really thought about a lot in marketing, like we've kind of thought of the singular, we use a, a platform this way, this is the results we get, and then we're done. And it's just a new idea in how to utilize Pinterest for all of its features. So I appreciate you sharing that because I think it's super helpful.
1: Of course, and I will tell you when I looked at. I, I think I, I can give you a screenshot too. When we started adding the product tags to the Idea Pins, our store traffic went through the roof. I have, I have it right here. Uh, it was like at the beginning of, at the very end of June, which is I, the first product tag I did was June thirtieth, twenty twenty one, and we were getting about four hundred page views a week. It's not very much. To our store, like where we're selling the physical products, and have so been adding the product pins and product tagged idea pins consistently, uh, daily, a couple times a week, you know, mixed in with everything else. And we're now at 3,000 plus page views a week. So from 400 to 3,000 over, you know, an eight week period, let's say. And actually, it was up to the 3000 mark after six weeks. And so it's kind of leveled off now, probably because we're kind of at a more consistent cadence with the product pins that we're putting out there. um, Plus the, you know, product tagging on the idea pins, I think the product tagging on the idea pins is what really lifted this, um, which is why I'm really curious to see how this retarget goes on the ad side. Because people are like interested in this in the idea pin. And then, you know, we'll tell them, hey, come back and come back and check out the other things that we have in our shop.
0: Well, and this is also super smart going into the highest online sales, (laughs) the holidays, right? Like, here we go. (laughs) Like if you are, if the, you know, October through December is your sweet spot for sales, I highly suggest you entertain product tagging for idea pins because that's going to be a great sales tactic too. You know, especially if you... Can lead them to, I I don't know what it, I would be highly um, cautious when it comes to like a sale promotion because you know Pinterest is evergreen. You never know when people are even going to come across an idea pin that was created later, right? Like we still don't know in the algorithm if they're leaking them out, if it's after you've created them three months or whatever. But I think all that to say, like. You can still tell the story of your product and get people to go buy or talk about it being a gift or anything like that. Like, there's just so much opportunity with it that I see. So, Aaron, thank you. And um, where can people go to look at what you're doing? Because I have shared it a ton on Pinterest. (laughs) Examples. Thank you. Um, Tell us a little bit more about where where people can go to uh, see what you're doing.
1: Well, I think the first place would be just the $5 dinners Pinterest account, which is $5 dinners. No, oh my gosh, <laughs> <Pinterest>. <laughs> com slash $5 dinners. The five is a numeral not spelled out. And then you'll see all the idea pins there, you'll see we, we don't use the exact same text on every single one, but we try to keep it sort of, there's a couple that we rotate through just to kind of keep the idea pins, we're limited on, you know, the text options, we sort of have branded them that way. Um, and then you can obviously click through and open any of them and see what we're doing. You can also then of course, scroll way down. Cause we've been idea, doing idea pins for a long time to see the other pins that we have kind of mixed in the video, the regular pins, the product tagged pins. And then if you want to visit the store, it's store.aaronchase.io. And then of course, $5dinners.com, which is in my Pinterest profile. You can check out the, the website and blog
0: there. Alrighty, well, we will list all of those links in the show notes. You can find them at simplepinmedia.com slash 254. And if you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram at simplepinmedia to ask a question. We're gonna be doing more curriculum around idea pins to help people embrace them and also to teach a holistic strategy for Pinterest. That's not what it was before of the 10, 20, whatever pins per day and that's it. So look for more education coming from us. And again, go to simplepinmedia.com media.com slash two five four. Thanks, Aaron, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Kate.